Halloween edition, right? Now you guys both had parties last night. I was a packet of hot sauce. Look from Taco Bell. I'm gonna say I know you're a married woman, but (laughs) damn, I I I think I hit the nail on the head with that. You hit something on the head. (laughs) Correct. (laughs) Well, everybody, I felt a little. Like I might have crossed the line on some of those comments. But no. Wow. No, my husband was very flattered when he saw. Obviously, he was getting you know the pictures of me. I was just like, man, like I can't get my face red enough. I can't get my face red enough. Yeah. Like the amount of makeup. It's, and you know, I'm pretty pasty. You know, like I was born, you know, a redhead. So I got the freckles and stuff. It's a weird brownish color now. I don't know what the hell I did to my hair, dyeing different colors all these years. But man, he was getting the like the updates. And he was just like, that don't even look like you. And I'm like, ooh, daddy yeah. come home. <laughs> yeah, I was, uh, I was all right. I think, I think, I think I was, I was on the um, couch because I ran around nonstop yesterday. So yep. I was, I was a good dad. And I brought Macy to a bunch of different places. <laughs> ended shopping yesterday. And you did the dad thing. Yeah. So then I was just, I think I was in between. I was just like waiting for her to be done at a birthday party and then i looked up and then i was on facebook and i was like i saw ashley like oh hey girl to myself i got right i got got loud i was like oh hey girl and then i wasn't without luckily my wife wasn't there and later on she's like first thing we get home she's like what's ashley supposed to be again and i was like a packet of hot sauce i'm like yeah that's what i said it's like a packet of hot sauce she's like okay i like how she's like where did you I'll, find that, by the way? Um, honestly, and like a lot of people are going to be shocked by this, but I found it on Forever Twenty One's oh, website. Yeah, doing, it was doing, like, that makes sense. They're doing a Taco Bell thing. It was yeah. like, is it a costume or is it like, or is it a swimsuit? It's like, well, I mean, it feels like a swimsuit. Yeah. Like when it's on, like I mean, obviously, I was bartending last night. Like you know, I've splat, I splashed a couple things on me. It just soaked it right up. Right. Like it didn't hold any color. Like nothing. And we even had like tie dye. Um, ice cubes last night. We put food coloring in the ice right. cubes so it would make your drink all funky looking. But yeah, like I put it on and it has the little saying on there and it said, don't wait up. And I was like, yes. But it was only like nine bucks. And I was like, that's awesome. Well, and also, Taco we both Bell's- had cheap costumes. Mine cost me a total of 14 a $2 scarf from Goodwill and a baseball bat at Spirit Halloween. Did you mm-hmm. see Jace when he was Ricky from Trailer Park Boys when yeah. he was Ricky the other night and I was Julian? We got his weird Hawaiian surf yin yang shirt from the thrift store at the end of our street for two bucks, yeah. and then a pair of like the snap away pants for like ten. Nice. Yeah. And then I use my badass makeup skills to poof his hair up and give him sideburns. Awesome. <laughs> I love Halloween. Yep. So do I. So, yeah, I'm, I'm there. So I'm like the like oh it's fine. I'm like, I don't hate it or anything. I'm just like I like our friend Mike is super into it and other people are into it. I'm like, that's cool. Like everybody has their thing. Like I'm more of a Christmas guy. I think this is going to be the first year in like 20 years. I haven't done a haunted house or anything. Mm. See, the only thing we did was go to fright fest, which I like. I love fright fest. They've made it way more scary now. I I learned two years ago that I can't do roller coasters anymore Mm. because I hurt. I'm just too tall. Like the ones that go over your, the harnesses that go over your shoulders. Mm hmm hit my shoulders before they lock in. 
Oh, and the ones no. that come up hit my knees and I can't latch in, so I, I can't do roller coasters. Yeah, it's not fun. They need to make like a big and tall coaster <laughs> right? place for you guys. The only the only place that I've seen uh, that has coasters at work is uh, Six Flags in L.A. Magic Mountain. Mm-hmm. They have a few that are butterfly harnesses where you put your arms in. I was just going to say, don't from the side. they have some of those at Universal now? They might. All of the upgrades. Well, we're getting ready to go there for our honeymoon. Uh, Florida or Florida. California. Florida. I've never been to the Florida one. I know the... the Universal Florida is much more of a theme park. Universal LA is basically you have the studio ride, yeah, and then or a studio tour, and then a couple of rides. The last time I was at Universal, I was sixteen, so it'll be it's going to be totally fifteen years later. That's awesome. So, yeah, so I'm excited. Okay, so that's going on in our lives. So <laughs> uh, we're going to catch up on a game. So we're just going to go over the last week because we like obviously about six games behind total, but we want to get to some other news. Win win loss. Yeah, and then the three we're going to the do. whole thing in Vegas. Like I'm. We could do an hour on that. I, I've never been so mad at a game before. Yeah, so my that's life. one we're gonna just gonna yeah. go like, yeah, that happened, and then everybody's like, got up so far. Vegas is ass. Yeah, right now. whatever, like, guys. Hashtag I mean, Vegas. They're good, man. They're fine. Like, <laughs> give Vegas credit. You I'll don't give them credit. Eight and one, hey. nine yeah. and one. Hey, but if I, I if I have eight of ten games at home, I would hope you'd be halfway decent. I mean, who knows? They'd win that many, but yeah. well, I'd hope also, they'd be very decent too. You get that adrenaline rush. I mean, they did have a really big tragedy there, so I mean, everybody's rallying up for them right now. So you know, they're they're on they're a fire on high right now. And, and they're not beating crap teams either, though. Oh, like, they, they, beat, they beat St. Us. Louis. They, they beat, beat us Chicago. in overtime. They beat Chicago yeah. in regulation. So I mean, Chicago, yeah, that game. Uh, they beat the living bejesus out of the Avalanche the other night. Yeah, who uh, saw that coming? They beat Phoenix. Yeah, Man, like I said, they played Phoenix twice so far. They, I mean, they beat a couple it. good teams. But they've also like you got to beat who's on your schedule. I'm yeah. waiting until this beginning season high di- like dies down a little yeah. bit. Like I'm excited to see how they do. Honestly, like from like November to like January, well, like I just want to see this. Like yeah, I want to see where they're at. Like at, at my, I, I always break it everything up in tw- first twenty games. Yeah, like I mean that was like twenty, twenty, and twenty. It's kind of how I judge it. If you're doing good at twenty, okay, how you doing the next twenty? Like if you do there, so you got to have it in good segments. So anyway, Calgary game. Blues finally home after we were playing the first uh, like ton of games on the road. They played yeah. Dallas and Chicago, and that was it. Yeah, so they but it's a couple home games so far. Back at home finally, so they play Calgary, who uh, comes in like having a pretty you know revamped team, having a damn good defense in yeah. front of them. Had the new goalie in Mike Smith, so you're thinking, okay, let's see how uh, they turn out. So unfor- they start first after some pretty strong play from a. Uh, Former Blues son, Matthew Kachuk, yep. had a really good uh, – held it in our zone. Uh, wound up getting uh, it back to the point, uh, Travis Hamanick. P- shot from the point, it gets hits a Kachuk who sells it down and gets it to Backlund who takes a quick snapshot from mm, about the midway of the uh, faceoff dot about. Yeah. Either here take. And he gets a goal, his third of the year, at the 358 mark. But the Blues bounce back. So returning from – Injury last game. Alexander Steen gets his first of the year from Saboka and Stasny at the seventeen twenty seven mark, and the Blues tie the game up. Pretty uh, even period. I think the Blues kind of like started really slow this game. Mm-hmm. Calgary played the night before, so you're kind of thinking you got to jump on this team and yep take advantage take advantage of it. And they really didn't for the first twelve minutes, and then they finally got it going. And I think the rest of the game, I think, was pretty much theirs. But uh, what do you guys think after the first period? After the first period, I look, I remember, you know, sitting at home watching this game. But after the first period, first of all, I was just pumped that Steen got out there and, like, mm. got a point because I was like, yes, like, this is exactly what he needs. But um, 
I I'm gonna go ahead and voice my opinion. I don't know how popular it'll be, but I really don't like that Kachuk. Matthew Kachuk. I, do, I dad. do not like him. And he gets underneath two people's skin. That's what he's been doing. He's be yes. just like his dad. Exactly. Just like his dad. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, we knew that before he was ever, yep. you know, even. But man, like every time I would see him out there, it's just I had that same like irritation, mm-hmm. you know. And I was just like that little beep. Yeah, yep. he's a. Yeah, but he does it well. Well, he's though. where he needs to be too, so that yeah. obviously bothers me. Well, he's <laughs> like, one of those players like that you that. hate playing against, but you would for love sure have on your team. Though. Oh, for absolutely. Sure. I, I mean, I will be the first, you know, to admit to that. But <sighs> so, yeah, they're looking good after one. So, what do you think? Um, I, I think what you said that the team started out slow. Um, what concerns me and what ends up being a, a bigger problem as we progress through these games this week is uh, our special teams. Uh, seem to be going in the wrong direction on both ends. Mm-hmm. Um, Blues going to this game. We're 27th in the uh, PK, yeah. which is not unusual yeah. for the Blues. Usually we're, we're fairly high on the PK. Mm-hmm. Top 10. 27th. Yeah. Well, and you 27th. think what the first three games, I think the Blues allowed one power one, play goal. Yeah, one power, on they, like they did seven the straight. First. Like going to this uh, set of games, it was seven straight games. Yeah, including this game. Uh, no, not including this game. So they're going to this game. It's seven straight games where they've let at least at least one point. One, yeah, um, and uh, they were zero for fourteen going to this game too. Yeah, and that's you know we we've talked about it for years, and it seems like this team is is so streaky when it comes to the power play. Mm-hmm. They're either firing on all cylinders or they can't buy a goal. Um, and this was one of those games where, to me, like it really kind of stuck out. And like you said, the team just seemed stuck in the mud. Calgary seemed ready to play, and the Blues did not. Yep, so like you said, the Blues uh, go one way or another, and they started to go the other way in this game. So uh, Blues get a power play at the beginning of the second period. 407 mark, Jaden Schwartz continues to continue his hot streak, his seventh of the year from Steen, uh, excuse me, Tarasenko and Steen. Tarasenko basically hit the post here yep. mm-hmm. dead on came back hit and uh came back to him and he backhanded a pass to wide open Jaden Schwartz who had the whole net to yes. himself which and, makes me very very freaking happy because they're staying out front for these rebounds yes yep. which because we really don't have that big kind of guy for the mm-hmm. front so uh, yeah, Shen no, no. is kind of like the guy on the first unit yep uh, the second unit has been kind of rotating right now it's a uh, Bo Bennett who got recalled after yeah Barbashev and uh help me out here uh, uh Blay got sent down. And they both got sent down to Chicago and yeah, San Antonio. A lot and they're season. not coming back up. So right now it's just Bennett who got recalled. Yeah, it it sounds like um Bolton. Yo is none too happy with Barbashev's play right now. And he's uh, done well. Uh update he's had two goals this weekend, two goals and assist in two games this weekend. I almost so. wore my Barbashev Wolves jersey. There you go. But uh yeah, so I think he needs it though. He's just kind of yeah, I mean, look, there's times where, especially when you're a young kid, and it's the same thing that they said when they sent, um, um, help me out. Who Thompson. You, thank you, Don. You know, we're, Barbashev's not going to be a bottom six forward. He's going to be a top six forward. Yeah, he's going to be a playmaker. You want to be a second line center, bro. And, you know, if you're struggling on the NHL level, um, it's better for you to go to Chicago or San Antonio get some first or second line minutes, then be stuck either on the fourth line or a healthy scratch mm-hmm. in St. Louis. Yep. Uh, the Blues continue to get another power play almost right away. And Alex Petrangelo gets his fourth of the year from Shin and Steen. So they basically set it up. Shin throws a pass across the way, and it looks like Petrangelo looking for the pass the whole way. 
and then he just takes a shot against uh, Eddie Lack, who's in goal this game. Yep. Goes in this game undefeated against the Blues somehow. Yes. 6-0 and with under two goals against, and he had with one sense. shutout. I remember seeing those stats at the beginning of the game, and I was just like, what? That's split between Vancouver and Carolina. Carolina. So, yeah, he always did well against us. He shut us out last Always did Carolina. really good against the Blues. Yeah, for some reason. So, uh, and then the once again, the kind of crazy goals once again struck here. Um Mikhail Backlund gets his fourth, a second, fourth of the year, second of the game. Yep. Uh, Jake Allen goes behind the net to retrieve the puck. Just falls over the invisible rug yeah. that's in the back. It happens. Just falls over, and uh, Matthew Kachuk was forechecking, and and Allen completely missed the puck. Not he stopped it, then fell. He just missed it. Kachuk was behind him, just had the puck threw it out front to Backlund, who buried it past the sliding Pareko. So three to two after two, the Blues go into the third period, kind of. Back and forth, I would say. It was yeah. actually – I feel like that was kind of a – I mean, I felt like I was watching tennis for a minute. And yeah, so each like, team had good chances yeah. back both ways. So, I think uh, – I agree. Like, it wasn't a boring period. No. Because, they, no. like, they were going back and forth and, like, actually fighting each other. We were actually digging the pucks out of the corners, too, which made me happy. Yeah, I think the forecheck looked real well. A lot of turnovers created, I think. Yes. Uh, I've noticed that the last two games, especially last night's uh, game, which we'll talk about against Columbus, there's a mm-hmm. ton of turnovers I noticed last game. So uh, this, I thought this was really funny. I don't know why. Uh, Steen uh, like fires a slap shot into the zone and nails Mark Giordano like right in the freaking ankle. <laughs> comes like, right back to him. Comes right back to him, and Giordano's like almost falling on the ground. Can't catch up to uh, Paul Stasny, who's breaks into the zone, and Steen passes to him, and he buries. Kind of like this, he has four. This is fourth of the year. I believe like three of his four goals are almost the same shot where he goes underneath the on top of the pad underneath the blocker. Yep. He's had th- at least two goals. I know for a fact he's done like that. So uh, his fourth of the year from Steen and Pareko at the sixteen twenty eight mark. The wrap it up, Joel Benson gets his second of the year, an empty netter from Shen and Tarasenko. Shen hit, basically gets the assist after hitting the post, bounces right back to Edmondson for the wide open. Empty net goal. The Blues win 5-2. to two. Free, uh, not free tacos, but dollar tacos at Hot Shots. Yeah, so is that the thing? I think so. That's because, what Hot Shots do. Not through the Blues. It's okay, just what Hot Shots is doing. The the home opener, we scored, you know, more than four goals, mm. and they never took down the fourth thing and told us what we were supposed to get that game. Yep. So they're, I think the, I think. Uh, like, does anybody know? Like, I need to hot, know. Hot people. Shots is doing dollar tacos the next day after five goals. Well, Hot Shots But I don't think it's favorite. an official It's not like thing. the Blues are but, doing it. Yeah, but, hot yeah, shots but they have that it. thing at Scott Trade Center where they used to pull it down. It used to be, yep. used to be the Taco Bell tacos. Then we went to the Big Macs from McDonald's. Blizzards. Was it Blizzards? They had Blizzards for, for something. I was probably so mad about that. For that a while that's was, why. Yeah. I yeah. don't remember it was and it's something. But I know Hot Shots are doing their own thing to kind of, hey, like people want, we want tacos. That was like the champ back in the day. Oh, and my gosh. I so I think they're trying that. to do bring that bring that back, but I think that feeling. Do you guys back. remember the lines at Taco Bell the next day? I used to go because it was a 39-cent it was. It started out as 25-cent tacos, and then they went up to 35-cent yeah. tacos. So. And then they gave you a limit on them, too, because yeah, I remember like six or something like that. Or... Yeah, I, I remember like that first season because every single time, like my family, you know, we were dirt poor. Well, not really dirt poor growing up, but, you know, we didn't have a lot of money. So, you know, something like that to feed a family yeah, of poor. So my Taco dad, Bell. Yeah, hey, my dad was all over that, you know. Yeah, that's like, what I my... did for a poor college kid. Getting, oh, yeah, man. Yeah, when you're on your way, yeah, but, when you're on way to in between jobs like I was, be like, I I'll remember, take six tacos and it'd be barely $2. Like, that's yeah, I remember the day, going go. through the Taco Bell drive through with my dad and we'd be sitting there and I'd be like, oh, you know, because I was younger, I'd be like, Oh man, you know, like this, this line sucks and this, that, whatever. But, um, but he would just be like, well, this is only going to cost us $3 to feed us all. Oh, the fun days. Right. 
Yeah, so we're going to get into uh, the Carolina game. So Carolina, eh, on the road, Carter Hutton gets started again here. And so, uh, you know, they're going to back-to-backs this weekend. So Carolina, Hutton is on the road. Plays, basically, the, he's playing almost all the road games. So yeah. not all the road games, but, like, when he starts, he's on the road, basically. Pretty much. So he's doing that. And uh, so Carolina is in – we're in Carolina, excuse me. So first period, nothing's really happening. Uh, kind of even on shots again. This was a very not boring, boring. yeah, game not boring, to watch, but it's just but like very limited shots and stuff. Not and a lot of hits. No penalties this game. Nice. Take your time. What only penalty of the game was with like four minutes left? Yeah. So, oh yeah, it was one penalty left. So you're right. So, but it was. But it was funny because he said no penalties has happened so far. And then bam. And then it happened. And Tarasenko got a tripping call uh, in the third period. But they uh, – and the last time it happened, I think, was against Carolina. Sounds right. So it was just one of those things where two teams don't hate each other, but they just, you know. So – and we struggle against Carolina. Carolina's that team we last do. year that we played really poorly against. Yeah, just didn't match up well. In, uh, Winnipeg. Yeah, we just never matched up well against. And just, you always have a team or two every year that you just – for whatever reason, you just – you, you play them and you're just like it's smoked. And then you have a team you play – and you beat the crap out of like mm-hmm. ours was last year, which was I thought Colorado. Like, I was everybody in Colorado. Cur- true, but I always felt like extra confident against Colorado. Yes, and then uh, God, it was somebody else that we I would always play, and we we're like, oh yeah, this is in the bag. Phoenix, maybe. Yeah, oh, yeah, because we constantly beat them. Like it's one of those things where you're just like, oh, okay, we're gonna play them. Mm-hmm. So, and everybody's beaten them this year. They lost again last night. Oh, oh, ten and one the start of the year. That is uh, not good. Who's their one? I don't know. I have to look that up. So. But I know last night there was a regulation loss. That team is bad. But uh, the only positive is uh, St. Louis uh, kid uh, Clayton Keller is leading all rookies and leading their team in goals. That's cool. So that's about the only thing that going for him right now. Everybody yeah. else, not really. So first period, nothing's really happening. And then we had the rare Dimitri Yashkin sighting. Uh, so he got his one goal in 50 games out of the way. Correct. So his first of the year. Did they make a special card for that, like the Brent Hall card? Yeah. <laughs> one in 50 card? One in 50 card, and then you have the you have one in 50 for Dutri Ash. That'd be awesome. So Sunquist and PRV get the uh, assist here at 14.38. And the Blues uh, hold that lead for a whopping 45 seconds. Uh, Jeff Skinner off a – it's one of those things where the Blues had this like perfect play drawn up and Steen just – Goofed it up. I mean, it, it just wasn't looking. He is. He's like, I'm going forward. I'm going to haul ass, and whoops, and then it's going the other way. And uh, Justin Williams goes the other way, and everybody just – he had full speed when he stole it. So, yeah, know, it was he was hard. off. Yeah, so basically a really a nice drag, a toe drag, spinning toe drag move, and spins it over to uh, Skinner, who backhands it past Carver Hutton. Really didn't have a chance on this. I like Skinner. Yep, good kid. So uh, Skinner gets his sixth of the year for Williams at 1542. So we're back to being tied after having a brief lead. And once again, like you said, not a boring game, but also no, not a – Not a very eventful game. Yeah, let's put it that way. But luckily, the Blues, the one time they keep pressure up during the third period, they had about – this is the culmination of about 45, 50 seconds of pressure where they're held puck possession, we're getting shots, and then regaining possession, and then stealing the puck. I believe it's uh, Tarasenko who stole his puck when it was almost clearing the zone. Got to Schwartz, and then who got it to after he got this bomb of a shot? Uh, then Shen had a wide open net, his third of the year from Schwartz and Tarasenko at the ten forty one mark. This line looks like they're 
clicking now after kind of getting thrown together. Bova's been a hell of a playmaker, too. Yeah, Shen's doing really well. Talk about that goal, man. Like, I mean, a couple of great saves, and all of a sudden, full-on open net for Shen. Yeah. And that puck just, like, landed right in front of him. Like, hey, look what I found. Yeah, he just swept it in. He's like, okay, his 30 of the year, and uh, he has four points in his last three games going to, the, going to the next game. And zero throwing the puck down the ice penalties. Correct. So we're keeping that streak alive, too. So... The Blues, back-to-back games. Columbus also has back-to-back games, and we all meet back at Scott Trade for the next game. So finally, we were kind of uh, alluding to in the last podcast how the fourth line not doing that well. Um, doing their job, but not getting any points, so there's a lot of pressure on your top two lines. remember our fourth line last season? Yeah. yeah. So this game, uh, Ashley's boys <laughs> stepped up and probably had his best game oh as, a, as a St. Louis Blue last night. While I was bartending, I was just like, so my man. <laughs> yeah, so he had a really good game. And according to everybody else, potential fourth liner, Vladimir Spoka gets his first of the year uh, from Pareko and Stastny at the 1926 mark. This is after a uh, really great save by Jake Allen, who is back in nets and playing extremely well this game. Blues turn it back up. Pareko, a hard wrist shot, but once again, between the blocker and the pad. Corpusala, uh, Corpusalu, Corpusalov. Kurpasalo, Sign, it seems Kurpasolo. like we're having some kind yes. of sniper practice at our uh, practices. Carpasalo. Let's go Carpasalo because that's just what I'm going to say. And, <laughs> that's just uh, how it comes out. And uh, gets most of it, but not enough. And it just kind of sitting behind him and Spoko following up the play like he should. Bangs at home. Uh, blues up one nothing after one. Uh, so we go into the next period. Uh, I was in and out on this one due to uh, – my uh, wife wanted to watch the Stranger Things 2, which is uh, everybody's trying to do right now. So It's a whole bunch of awesome. Yeah. Only got one episode in, and she uh, fell asleep, so I got to watch the third period. So good for me. <laughs> so, but Scotty Upshaw gets his first of the year oh, my from dude. Edmondson and Yaskin. So Edmondson, it's basically the goal. shot from the point, um, hits his skate. Uh, from what I was re- I was kind of when this happened, I was actually on Twitter. I didn't actually see this live. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people said, this is getting reviewed because it, it, it was like he kicked it in. And he just turned his skate. I don't think it was no kicking motion it's at all. It's very similar to the Braden Shen goal in the first game of the year. Yeah, good point. And it just, he basically turned his skate, perfect timing, and it goes right by him. And Columbus didn't even, they dropped the puck pretty fast. Like, they didn't even like, oh, yeah, it's a goal. It wasn't even remotely thought about it. They must have looked at it and said, yep, that's right, a goal. Yeah. Like, not worth, ch- I mean, if they challenged, I don't think it would have been turned over in my opinion anyway I, I don't believe so either. It, there was there was no distinct kicking motion i mean you're always going to have those people that think everything should go in their team's favor so of course there was you know the the yeah. naysayers yeah so but. yaskin with a point another point has a goal last night a point this game so maybe being on the fourth line that's what he's supposed to be a hard checking fourth line guy Okay, better than Chris Thorburn. If he's still going to put up points, then whatever. Sorry, Chris Thorburn, you can stay on the bench for the next 50 Ever. games. Yeah, I'm not, a fan. I'm not a fan. Yeah, you know, we were talking about him at the party that I was at last night, and uh, we were talking about the fact that Reeves is, a, I believe, a UFA at the end of this year. Correct. And if they would bring him back, and I'm like, you know, if I'm Reeves, like I'd love to come back, but you y- may have a real good thing going in Pittsburgh. Yeah. But I would much rather have Reeves than Chris right. Lebron. Oh, yeah, oh yeah. Gosh. A heartbeat, yeah. I mean, a heartbeat, yeah, because at, at the end of the day, Reeves is the best at what he does. Like, he's 100%. a good fourth line, but also heavyweight, can... patrols everything. He's best at what – and he actually very good – Chris Thorburn is, in my opinion, the very, like, Kelly Chase, Tony Twist-S type guy. Has yeah. limited skating skills, yep. limited hockey skills. He's a little but, old but he'll, school for the but he'll, but he'll yes. drop, he'll drop the gloves and go mm-hmm. after and defend whoever. Yeah, Reeves changed his entire way of playing while still being an enforcer. I mean, mm-hmm. like, it's just 
incredible to see how different our team plays now without him on the ice because they know he's not there. Yeah. Like it's it's a little. Yeah, so I, and uh, I think having I think I have somebody like Braden Shen has helped because Shen's not afraid to throw his Braden Shen has been great. I'm so. really happy with the way Braden Shen has been playing. So just as uh, opposed to Philadelphia, who I believe has played Yori Lotera once. Oh, uh, um, I have an update right here right in front of me. Uh, they had an injury, so uh, they're up to four games now. Oh, he is as negative three. Yes, you're correct on the negative three, and one assist. Well, there you go. So Blues are up to ten points in ten games with a. Uh, Brain Shin. Yeah. So I think we're okay. Yeah. So good trade. I've, I've been good on that for a while. Yeah. So <laughs> so third period rolls around. And once again, the fourth line doing work. So Joel Edmondson gets a breakout play after Brodziak and Upshaw cause a, mm-hmm. a turnover at the top of the Blues uh, zone. Edmondson just leading the charge, which was awesome to see. And he ties his career high in goals last year. In 69 games last year, he scored three goals. Already has his third already, and we're nice. barely in ten games in, so or twelve games in. Excuse Keep me. Keep it up, dude. So thirty year from Brodziak and Upshaw. Uh, Matt Calver unfortunately breaks the shutout streak, and I blame myself for this. I'll hundred percent say it. I'm like, man, it looks like he's playing well enough. I think he has a shutout. No kidding. Nope. No kidding. Thirty five seconds later. Why you do this? Yep, I said it out loud too. Oh. So sorry, fans. That's See. on me. On me. Hey, nobody. My wife was asleep, so I thought nobody was around. So I thought it didn't count. Oh my you know, god, we, it always counts. Know. You know what we call this game? Uh, Ryan Miller shutout. Ryan Miller shutout. Yeah, the one goal against. So <laughs> I, I, I almost posted that, but I just didn't do it. So I thought it though. Stop saying. See, I thought it. I should have said the Ryan get Miller show. Get a giant lead. Be like, man, we are cruising and letting one bullshit goal. Yep, and it the Ryan Miller shutout. And and man, it was just one of those things where uh, Calvert got this from uh, Borkstrad, Borkstad and Alexander Winberg, where it came across and two guys almost intercepted it, and then Calvert and just had to roof it, and he just barely got it yep. by Jake Allen. So, fortunately, they're three to one. Uh, but then Kyle Brodziak, after another fantastic play by the fourth line, who pretty much do- they were noticeable every shift. Agreed. Um, and this is the kind of games where. Back-to-back games, you need the secondary scoring to jump you up. Need your and, depth. Yep, and it came through. And Kyle Bradziak tucks in a goal after Dimitri Askin almost got another one. Dimitri Askin, three points in two games. That's awesome. So we'll take it. And Scotty Upshaw, number one star with a goal and two assists. Dude, That's pretty rad. I'm telling you. My so man. We'll take it. So the Blues leading the NHL right now at 9-2-1 and one, are tied for the leading points at 9-2-1. Yes. So, I'm so cool with that. So we're good there. So uh, – Coming up this week, uh, we face another team that is doing very well in the LA Kings, who are 9-1-1 going to the That's next tomorrow, game. tomorrow, right? That is tomorrow. It will be Monday the Man, 30th. My days are all kinds of... Yep. And then, then we play our old friend, Yuri Laterra. Speaking of Yuri Laterra, okay. and Brian Elliott will be in town on Thursday. And then the Blues play another hot team, the Toronto Maple Leafs, on a special start time on Saturday at... Six o'clock Central Time. That's a home game, so that's probably for Hockey Night in Canada reasons. I would guess. imagine so. So, oh, next couple Night weeks Canada. is going to be interesting. They play New Jersey, who's kind of surprising, but then we play the completely crap uh, Arizona Coyotes, and then we uh, have a rematch against the New York Islanders at home. So, and then can I do some Blues trivia on a game that we just passed over? Yes, go ahead. So uh, during the Chicago game. Our own Jaden Schwartz recorded a hat trick. Can you name the other four Blues players in the last 30 seasons who have scored hat tricks against the Chicago Blackhawks? One is probably blatantly obvious. 
Okay. Yeah. Probably, probably Brett Hall. Yes. I'm guessing just because you're bringing this up, and I'm going to go. No, just because it was. I, I, I thought we could use it on the show. Okay. I didn't know if it was really Craig Janney. Just yes. Me. Okay. I just, that's one reason <laughs> I said it. Uh, how old am I looking at for this one? Pavel Dimitra? Mm, older. In the same range as the other two. Jeff Cortnall. No. Ooh. Um, defenseman or forward? Both forwards. Okay. So uh, Shane Corson. Mm. Essa Tikkanen. No. Now you're just naming names. Yeah, no, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The other two should be fairly obvious. Oh, man. I, probably, I think the same era is Hall and Janney. Not Gretzky, right? No. Yeah, I was going to say when you say obvious. Yeah, go ahead. Just, I, 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 Brendan Shanahan. Oh, I was going to say that. It is blatantly obvious. My and Pierre Turgeon. Yeah. Pierre Turgeon. And today, thank you. Then we'll transition to that. Today is the anniversary of, P- of T- uh, blah, 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 Pierre Turgeon getting traded to the St. Louis Blues. Off a trade, which I didn't realize actually is a fantastic trade. Pierre Turgeon and Craig Conroy come to the St. Louis Blues for Shane Corson. Murray Barron and a fifth round pick. Yeah. <laughs> that is an underrated trade, my friend. So that's pretty amazing. So we're going to get into some mild uh, NHL talk here. And I'm just doing it because, uh, yeah, I can actually say experience from it. So we're going to that. Right. So uh, this week, uh, Anaheim Ducks has been kind of hurting on injuries lately. Mm-hmm. So uh, one, I want to bring them up just because uh, one of the guys that got hurt, he's only played two games this year, and it's just been. Uh, you know, I don't, they haven't really said symptom wise what was wrong with them, but they finally got him diagnosed. It was Patrick Eves? Uh, he got diagnosed with it's called Guillain Barre. So God bless you. Correct. So the reason why I want to talk about this is I have personal experience with this. So this is exactly what I had when I was my first year in college, I just turned nineteen in college, living life. And so basically, what happens is the basic definition without doing too much sciencey stuff. Your body is building up. I think it's white antibodies to fight off viruses and stuff. Mm-hmm. Your body, and then you hear whatever cold. I had a science infection, science infection, whatever, flu, whatever it is, goes away. Your body doesn't realize it's still supposed to stop fighting it. So basically, your body keeps putting white antibodies out there so much that it clogs everything up and everything yeah. shuts down. So it, so could it be, just like exhausts your body? Pretty much. It pretty much clogs everything up so you stop doing feeling and stuff. So, example, oh, they didn't say what he kind of went through, so I can't exactly say. So, I'll just kind of say what I did so people can get a general idea. So, mine started off as I woke up one morning and my hands were numb. So, completely numb. So, I was sure. just like, that's weird. I was like, uh, I probably just slept on them wrong, but five hours later, they're still numb. And I'm like, that's weird. Worked. Didn't think anything about it. I'm like, I mean, were they still like working okay? Then oh yeah, like they they're were just like just imagine if just you felt slept, like you were asleep. Yeah, like your hand you slept on your hand or something. That's okay. what I thought it was. So I'm like, you know, what? I worked at the time. I worked in a two warehouses. So I'm like, I probably have a pinched nerve or something like that. I'll go to the chiropractor next Makes day. Sense. Next day, I wake up, hands still numb. Now my feet are numb. So I'm like, it has to be a pinched nerve. Went to school. Didn't think anything about it. So and Chris can attest to this is that um, I was Monday night watching Raw. All of a sudden. My neck stops working. I'll take it back. That was Sunday night. I wake up. My neck doesn't work. Like, I can't hold my head up. Oh, my gosh. Like, imagine just your neck. Like, you have no feeling in your neck. And my neck's just basically, nobody can see it. It's obviously Chris. Basically, I'm looking down at my feet. And I can't pull my head up. It takes, like, a lot of effort to do that. So, basically, running around the doctors, trying to figure out what's wrong with me. Two under chiropractors. Chiropractors, like, it's not a pinched nerve. I would go to your doctor. Call a doctor. And he's, like, not there. He's, like, if you need something, go to emergency room. You know, I'm like, 
I'll be okay. And I I told my mom, like, I think it's a pinched nerve. Let me just see him tomorrow. Yeah. So beat Jason, beat Jason. I'm watching Monday Night Raw, and it's bad. I'm on my couch. I'm having trouble, like, just holding my head up, and I'm just, like, really lethargic. Can't really do anything. I have to finish watching Monday Night Raw come Jason. So, and I, yeah. Yeah. So, I'm just like, so I finished watching that. So, basically, um, I get up, and my mom's just, like, in the house and she's in the kitchen and she sees me i'm going in the hallway i'm just bouncing off both walls because i can't keep my balance oh my god trying to get to my bed and then she's like you're on a hospital so basically at the time and i still am a bigger dude so like my mom is like maybe like 120 maybe slightly bigger than ashley so like i'm trying to hold me up to get me into the car oh god uh barely get me to the hospital so basically i went through 24 hours of like name a test i had it like spinal tap yeah, cat scan. They did the blood panels on you? And yeah, all that stuff. and they couldn't figure it out. So, um, finally got diagnosed with this thing. It's literally one in a million. But how do they find it? It didn't like, find it. It's one of those things where, like, okay, the process of elimination is pretty oh, much what you we had to do. The same thing with me. They had me in the ER once. For, do you remember when it looked like I swallowed like three pool balls? Yeah. Oh, that was bad. Yeah. Keep so you going. basically had to process elimination so uh, i spent thanksgiving that year in icu oh my God. Uh, so basically it gets better before it gets worse so were they like pumping you full of fluids and trying to like flush you out well the thing is like your body doesn't your body does it but it keeps putting out antibodies it so it keeps going, doing it, keeps it. so basically That's um like i said the scariest moment was on christmas uh thanksgiving day i had a my body to shut down like I got cold and imagine like snap like this. I was drenched in sweat because I was sweating so bad. Oh my God. My body was just a lower place and they I had uh, like extremes tu- tube down my throat and stuff like that. All I think like, oh, like they were just like, we don't know what's going to happen in the next couple hours. So they had you all kinds of prepped. Yeah. So I was like at a point like not near death, but like we don't know what's going to happen to him because his body's all over well, the place. Well, yeah. I mean, if you so, went from like being like chilly to having the sweats, they're like, okay. This- so this is just how serious this is. So the, And believe it or not, I had a mild case. At the end of the day, uh, they put a catheter in my leg. Is it like possible for that to cause your heart to stop and your breathing yeah, to stop? Yeah, it, it so clogs it everything up. kill you. Yes. It, oh, it, and it's, it can go from... Ooh, can uh, mine was 10 days. I was in the hospital total. 10 days. Um. They've had people last from six months to a year of that. Holy shit. To the point where they never really get out of it. So that's it's a very serious thing as much as like I, they kind of didn't really allude to it on the online. That's why I kind of want to talk about it. Like this could have been career ending for him. Like if but it's something also, that couldn't have gone away. Like this, mind you, this was also, I was 1930. So 16 years ago. So technology is a little different compared to what happened. So, yeah. um, but could you imagine somebody, like you said, some people go through this for six months to a year, how much damage that'll do to one's body where they are not able to catch that or like treat it properly correct. and let it go for that long. And, uh, I haven't That's heard about frightening. him coming. I know he's back at home because I saw the tweet the next day, a couple of days later, his family said he's back home. And, and so that's awesome. That's happened that they found it quick. Cause that's the thing in it quick. Cause basically what they do, it's kind of funny is, uh, there's this huge machine they hook me up to and I put a catheter in there and they basically take about a, a soda cans of worth of blood out at a time and they basically Ooh. put it through a filter and then it gets pushed back in yep. and they basically do it four times a day and they did that just to keep kind of like having somebody on kidney blood. dialysis yeah. to a degree. Yeah. It's just it's, okay, uh, somewhat it's, comparable. Uh, it's called a uh, plasma phoresis. I don't ask me what that is. Just basically filtering your blood out. That's all it is yeah. at the end of the day. So, I just want to talk about that since like that he had that, and I kind of wanted to point out like the article like kind of really get how serious it was, and I think it's I mean maybe not now as serious as compared to when I had it type thing, but I does identify with him because that's like a huge like could be a career threatening thing for him, and luck I'm glad that he's able to bounce back as quickly as he did. So uh, 
glad he's home. Glad he's feeling better. And it's one of those things too. Like I am not, I'm not allowed to take, have flu shots anymore because flu shots can basically start it back up. And I have, I have have a 2% chance of it coming back ever. Just normally, if you do a flu shot, that yeah. could jump it up to even 20%. Of Don't be the w- Robbie Fabry. I hate this. taking flu- I, I haven't done a flu shot in three years. Yeah, I have, every I time I do them, they get me horribly sick. Yeah, supposedly I, I can nowadays because obviously things have changed. Yeah. But I'm just kind of paranoid. I kind of just let Ill. it go. Like they make me violently ill. Yeah, some people do. That's how it is with some things. So I just kind of like, not going to do one just to be safe, even though there's a chance I can do it. No, we'll I'd rather just get sick. Yeah, I'll be good. <laughs> so I want to talk about that because I thought that was interesting seeing like. You know, something I follow and some, you know, not, somebody not in the blues, obviously, but somebody in NHL. So I'm glad Patrick Eves is better and hopefully get back on the ice as soon as possible. Right. Yeah. Get well soon, dude. So uh, last bit of news. We'll talk about the Arizona Coyotes just because I want to talk about it. It is the worst start tied for the worst start in NHL history. They are 0-10-1 after last night. They are terrible. The only positive they got going is Clayton Keller, St. Louis kid, is tearing it up. He's well, about the only bright spot they got right and now. And the second, the second thing they got going for him is – they're in Scottsdale, Arizona. Yeah, that's well, true. Well, technically Glendale. Glendale. But yeah. it doesn't suck. Yeah, I'm guessing they're probably pretty nice down there. But outside of that, they're pretty much horrible. So we'll wrap it up there for this uh, podcast. So like I said, we've got a couple games next week. Uh, look for some special, I guess you can call them special edition podcasts coming yep. up. We're going to mm-hmm. put some more interviews. I think got good positive uh, feedback on the Kara Spencer interview. So I got some more in the uh, pipeline. Just got to get those lined up. And How are we looking on our contest? So a lot of people have done it. Great. Looking forward to so see if anybody else I need to have any pictures yet or nobody's tagged them yet of people with uh, our shirts. shirts. So remember, uh, there's a, it's pinned at the top of both the Facebook and Twitter pages is the contest for the seats for the Dallas Stars game on uh, right in front of me, December 7th. Uh, I will send uh, Jason a picture from where the seats are. They are you are essentially six rows uh, up from the goal line where the Blues defend twice. Yep, they so, are phenomenal seats. Yeah, because you went a couple weeks. I ago. went to the Blackhawks game. Yep, so you guys see a good game there too. So, yeah. So if you take a picture, we'll give you more entries into the contest. And once we we're going to close it off. <clears throat> Probably about two weeks from now. I figured that'd be a good time just yes. to, so we can get everything together. Mm-hmm. And then Ashley's going to do a drawing during one of the Blues games in November. And I'll share the link a couple more times on my pages and stuff just to yep. get it circulating again. Yeah, I'll after we do this podcast. I try to do it during, when we have a new release of podcast. I try to put it out there. And then I'll start putting it out there. The last week I'll do it every time there's a Blues game and just pump it out there. Just remember the extra entries. Take a picture for our picture with our shirt from Glass Bangers and tag us, whatever you can do, and that'd be awesome. So, uh, yeah, thanks to everybody who's done it so far. We're I know we're well over 200 on Twitter That's and great. on Facebook. I believe it's like in the 70-something range. That's awesome. So, and I, you know, so just do that, and we'll go from there. So, Buy the shirt. Yeah, buy the shirt, too. And look for it. And that's also on the uh, – We'll link you to that, too. Well, that's on the uh, one for the contest. The link for the shirt is on both of the Twitter and Facebook. So just go to there, buy it, tag us. Good stuff. So if you want to get a hold of us, look at it on Twitter, at Blues Hockey NHL. And Chris is at? Your mom's house. Correct. At Hossapalooza. And Ashley's at? Ashley Rains. Remember, I changed my last name because I'm lame. And it's also, you look on our, if you look at our followers or followed on ours, you can find her there. And on Facebook, Blues Hockey Podcast. And email blueshockeypodcast at gmail.com. And lastly, blueshockeypodcast.net is the website. Yep. 
Oh, don't forget to go on iTunes and rate and all that stuff. Please, soon. that helps a ton. It doesn't yeah. take it, it doesn't take a long time. You can rate us if you want to drop us a review. That's awesome too. Yeah, just but rating. It, just do it, the least five. If you can rate us, do the five star. I'll five. tell you what. I'll, I'll do this for the next week. If you five star rate us and review us, you get an entry into the contest. There you no, go. So an extra deal. one. So there you go. So from Chris, an extra entry if you go out there and rate us. And so start any entry after the ten twenty nine. You have from ten twenty nine to eleven. Let's go live. Let's go twelve. Okay, because that'll give us a solid three weeks to get me get the thing solved, drawn, yep. and I will mail the tickets with a nice tracking number so everybody gets them and stuff. Cool. So uh, we'll go from there. So uh, that's done. That's done. That's done. That's done. That's done. Okay. So yeah, like I said, we're gonna have some other ones uh, sprinkled in. Different kinds of podcasts sprinkled yep. in here on top of the ones with us because I know the next couple of weeks the holidays. They are coming. They are coming. Chris is out of the country. Yeah. And Ashley is traveling for work. So it's going to be doing some interviews. And then also we're going to have a special guest in here on top of that. So we're going to be all over the place for next month because it's just the holidays. That's how it is. And after the holidays, we're usually pretty good. We'll back in. Right. Like I said. Also, I think we're going to also have a watch party with us. At least us three are going to watch a game together and we'll live broadcast it. Then I also sure. want to meet, have everybody meet somewhere for one. We're going to talk, we're going to go over that awesome. after the podcast. We're going to try to get a date probably after the holidays is probably the best idea. Maybe after, I was thinking maybe in January or something like that. We'll figure it out. Anyway, thanks for listening. We'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye.